And everyone in life shares a universal problem. doesn't matter what business you're in, doesn't matter what product or service you sell, we all share a universal problem. And that is that how do I emotionalize my goal as yours? How do I make you care about what I care about? That's the only way change happens. So every time you open your mouth, whether you realize it or not, I realized this a long time ago, I'm very lucky, but it took me a while. Every time you open your mouth is about persuasion. Otherwise, why am I speaking right now? I'm trying to make your worldview closer to mine. So don't think that you don't have an opportunity to make an impact. Every single time you open your mouth, every time you have a conversation is an opportunity to create change and shape the world in a way that you want it to be shaped. And people do not relate to bar charts or Excel spreadsheets. We're not designed that way. We're designed to relate to human beings. We're designed to relate to you know, what we're doing right now, looking at each other's faces, looking in each other's eyes. I want to hear about people, places, context, paint a picture for me. That's what it's about because you've never got an investor to dip into their pocket because they just saw a bar graph. I'm like, yeah, cool. Here's a million dollars. I have to understand why you care. So everything is about persuasion. Everything is about how do you emotionalize your goal as theirs? And that's why storytelling is so important. And with this, I wanted to ask you, Michael, actually, why does the why matter, actually? Why does the why matter? We're attracted to people instinctively. We're attracted to people with a strong sense of purpose, with a purpose that goes beyond themselves. It's how we're built as human beings. The more uh, a pattern that I've seen in my own life and I've seen in other people's lives as well is that the less I care about making money, the more I make. When I worked in investment banking, I didn't earn as much as I do now, but I, I genuinely don't care about money that much. It's a proxy for how much value I'm adding to other people's lives. It allows me to provide for my children and, and keeps a roof over our heads. And that's actually the only thing I care about is providing for my kids. So I have a fairly healthy relationship with money, I think, but it wasn't always that way. So I think having a strong why is what's going to pull you through the challenges, of course, that Josiano is all about and how you remain adaptable in the face of challenges. A why is incredibly important because if you're motivated purely by money, again, see, I'm trying to stitch together in this story, everyone on the call, is that you're going to run out of steam pretty quick. If you're only motivated by cash, you will run out of steam. I promise you, I've seen it 100 times over. You need to be motivated by, by something bigger. And that won't probably be news to people on this call because it's full of social entrepreneurs. But when you're purpose-driven as opposed to profit-driven, that is what is going to attract your tribe. That's when a, that's what's going to create a cult following. You know, People don't follow Elon Musk because he wants to be a billionaire. They, they want to follow him because he wants to, re, he wants to colonize Mars. Right? <laughs> We're going to Mars. That, that's, that's the purpose. It's, it's not the drive for profit. So ultimately, people will only care if you care. It is magnetic. When you are utterly convinced in the strength of your ideas and your beliefs, that is what motivates people. So nothing convinces like conviction. And that's why it's important to spend a lot of time thinking about your why and, and actually writing it down is a practice I found very helpful in my own life. I've spent a lot of time writing it down, putting pen to paper. Don't just think about it in your head. It's not the same thing. You know, Josiane and Palka will know that very well. It's very different when pen hits the page. So I, I would say 90% of people in life haven't actually taken a couple of hours of their busy lives to sit down with a pen and paper and write out why they're doing what they're doing. You'll surprise yourself. The changes are so constant. Michael, what do you suggest actually? Like what's, what is this or how do we adapt the stories that we are telling ourselves? When I was a young man, again, we're talking about storytelling. I was very introverted, very shy. I was too scared to put my hand up in class to even answer a question. And now I get paid to speak, literally. So not today, 
let's be very clear this is this is between friends and gratis but i could never have imagined you know myself we hold on to stories we tell about ourselves i i held on to that for a long time that i'm shy i'm introverted i have nothing to add and really the, the biggest power broker in your life is the story you tell yourself it's the voice inside your head the voice that nobody else hears that's the real power broker in your life so reprogramming those stories that you tell yourself about yourself that's where the real power lies so what i did as a young man to get over this was again what josie Allen said was i did something every single day that scared me and my one task i only had one task and i wasn't allowed to go to bed until i'd done it was to speak to a stranger that was it just strike up a conversation someone at starbucks someone on the street the person next to me at the bus stop. This was a lot easier back when nobody had smartphones because everyone just looks at their own screen now. So yeah, there was a bit more of an excuse to be more sociable. But that's essentially how I got over it. And bit by bit by bit, you start to understand, oh, what parts of what I said made the other person lean in? What parts did they laugh at? What parts made them cry or whatever? You know, you understand what moves people and you become a better speaker. You become a more persuasive storyteller. And it's just reps. God, I mean, I just put in the reps. I did it every single day for years. And all of a sudden you find yourself on stage and with a microphone and you're comfortable, but it doesn't happen overnight. So the stories you tell yourself are incredibly important. And I think Palka said, is this, you know, is this story serving me or is it hindering me? Um, you really need to kind of self-reflect and, and take some time to think about that. Um that's so interesting. Uh, Michael, uh, this is actually our last question already for everyone with the hacks. What kind of hacks can we use in, uh, and, you know, like uh, maybe routines or hacks or something that is very simple yeah. as well to get there? Um, how do actually, what can we do uh, to remain actually consistent and integer with our narratives and what we say? So remaining consistent and, and having integrity in, in the stories that we tell. So I would say consistency is incredibly important in, in most regards, but when it comes to the story you tell yourself, consistency is overrated. I actually think it's overrated because you, I think there's a faint, well, I know there's a famous quote. I can't remember who said it, but I think it was Alan Watts. He said, you were under no obligation to be the same person you were yesterday. Zero. So having a lack of consistency is actually a good thing because if I haven't, changed compared to last year it means i haven't improved i haven't expanded my comfort zone have i so again it's okay to be a little bit different in your demeanor your behavior as long as your moral values your ethical compass is in the same place i think a little bit of inconsistency is actually a good thing uh, i am aware that there was a question from rachel as well in the chat but we can we can save that uh, it's maybe it's tangential but it's not exactly the same so We can get to that. Please go as well into the question from Rachel because I really would love to actually hear that. Uh, okay, I can well. do that. Yeah, I'll do that now. Um, thank you, Rachel. I think hacks, I don't like hacks, but I'll be as quick as I can. Um, three things that you can do. One, really quickly, uh, observation. Skills of observation, powers of observation. You can do the sitting on your couch. You can do it scrolling your phone. You can do it anytime you're listening to someone. Everything I've learned or most of what I've learned is just observing the best. Observe people who are better than you at storytelling and then deconstruct what made them good. Was it the, the pacing? Was it the pause? Was it the gesticulation? Was it the, the contrast principle that they introduced? What was it about the storytelling device that made you go, oh, geez, you know, what made you cry? What made you laugh? So you can do this while watching your favorite show on Netflix. I cannot relax and it's not a good trait. I cannot watch any stand-up comedian 
without deconstructing him or her to the nth degree because I just want to know what made me laugh. And it's the same when I'm watching a TV show when if I start to well up and my eyes get a bit wet, I'm like, oh, what was it about what he or she said that, that made me feel that way? And I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that and I'm going to try it out in my next speech. So powers of observation, Rachel, very important. Uh, number two, pay attention to the rhythm uh, of your voice. This is a tip that I try to give people. The, the ear gets bored very quickly. So vary the length of your sentences, sometimes going long, sometimes short. Vary the intonation, the inflection. I'm always careful not to be too monotonous and boring. So even if the content is decent, if I speak in a very monotonous way for an hour on this webinar, you're going to get really, 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 really bored. Okay. So that's something else you can do. And then finally, structure. Um, a lot of good presentations fall apart because of lack of structure. So a very simple one that I've taught Patricia uh, is dystopia, utopia, bridge, right? So the world as it is now, a health, dystopian hellscape, utopian vision of how the world could be, and the bridge, which as a social entrepreneur is your project service, et cetera. So quick hacks. Love it. Thank you so much. Absolutely.